You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, you know who I am. I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. Uh, You guys know that I live in the ATL, and that is where I am broadcasting from today. So grateful, so thankful that you made a decision to join me today from all over the world. And I believe that you have been attracted to this show by the Spirit. And what you hear today will be exactly what you need. Well, it's a beautiful day here in the ATL, and um, I'm looking out of my window. It's it's been hot here. That's why we call it Hot Lana. (laughs) And uh, but it's been good. The swimming pool is open, y'all, and and I'm going to be on my way there. Well, today by popular demand, I'm going to be teaching on women who love too much. Or how to overcome a woman who loves too much. Uh, I spoke this week. You guys know I did uh, a therapy group for 10 years. And I spoke on this subject. And everybody was like, oh, my God. So that's why I have not been attracting the right person. So I'm going to break it all the way down, putting on my therapist hat today. But everybody, make sure you follow me on social media which is TikTok uh, and Instagram is Law of Attraction. Constance, a Facebook coach with Constance and uh, what else? Um, Twitter, LOA Constance, and of course my YouTube channel. And let me make a statement that uh, a lot of people want uh, uh, email me and want me to give advice online. I don't really give advice online, number one, because I don't know all of the circumstances. Uh, sometimes just a sentence is just not enough to really uh, explain principles and clinical stuff back to people. So somebody asked me this week, well, I really don't want to coach with you, but can I just schedule an on-demand session with you? Because I just want to connect with you and talk to you about a couple of things. Sure. Uh, On-demand coaching is available if you have an interview coming up or, or if you have something special coming up and you just want my advice on it. If you want uh, to nego- if you're in the process of negotiating something, just go to my coaching page uh, under fulfillingyourpurpose.com and just purchase on demand. And when you do, we'll cover whatever is on your heart. Of course, you guys can get my two books also, Secrets of Success. You know, I was reading over that book again. I'm like, this is such a jewel. And I'm going to strongly encourage that you get my attracting and manifesting genuine love since we're going to be talking about relationships today. 
I, I, it took me a while to write those two books because I just didn't want another book. Who wants another book? But I wanted to really break it down and explain to you the whys behind your behavior. And so you would know how to change it. And then lastly, if this show, not since this show, I know is a blessing to you, you being motivated, you being inspired, you know, some some of you have been listening for a long time and, and, and receiving value, inspiration, you listen every week. I'm welcoming your donation, your financial gift. Uh, there are three ways you can give to me. You can zail me at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. You can cash out me, dollar sign Constance Arnold. Or you could go to my website and you hit the quick donate button. Okay, so I'm going to take my time today and I'm putting on my therapist hat. I have so many papers around me, y'all. <laughs> You wouldn't believe it. So I'm going to be talking to you about how to overcome being a woman who loves too much or how to heal your soul and make healthy choices uh, who uh, uh, make healthy choices in relationships or how to decide that you're going to love yourself first and attract genuine love. So I'm going to come to you doing this first half of the show from a clinical uh, therapist point of view. So this is for every woman, whether you are in a relationship, whether you married, whether you are not interested, because a woman who loves too much, and I'm going to be talking about male-female relationships, but it could be, you know, you love your 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 uh, sister too much and you need to learn how to say no. So I'm going to talk about why we are making the choices that we are in relationships. So it's for every woman. So it's the number one question that, that I get asked. You know, recently I was thinking about Tina Turner. She just made her transition powerful woman, right? And she said that she stayed with Ike because Ike said everybody had left him. So all of those years, for many of those years, she stayed. So so this show is not about women who are being abused or verbal abuse. So if you think that, it could be something as small as you doing all of the giving in a relationship. So open up your heart. Holy Spirit, help me to teach this show today. Amen. So my own story is quite interesting. Grew up with a mom and a dad. We're not here to blame anybody. But I chose men who needed fixing helping. I chose men who had just went through a divorce. See, awareness is the first level of, of, of change. I wasn't aware of it. Some of you are asleep to your choices, but you can tell who you are by your patterns. And I'm going to share some of those with you today. So I chose men who just went through a divorce. And, you know, if you're choosing a man who just went through a divorce, He's not healed. He's not emotionally available to you. 
in conversation, he's going to be talking about his ex. He's bringing all of that baggage. By the way, this show is not male bash, bash, bashing. I got that out. This is, I'm going to do a show for men because men have similar situations. But but uh, uh, Robin Norwood, when she wrote Women Who Love Too Much, we just know that women typically stay in relationships longer than they should. I chose men who um, needed my help, uh, who probably needed counseling. Well, maybe you should do this. You know, I chose men who could who could rescue me and take care of me because uh, uh, back then I did not believe that I could make my own money. And it doesn't mean that I'm independent, but back then I was dependent. A and so when you when you're codependent you know, you're just looking out for the needs of other people. So I'm going to break this down from a therapeutic point of view. And so what happens is, I'm going to start from the beginning. We all grow up in dysfunctional family systems, not blaming anybody. So in those systems, certain beliefs exist such as you can't make mistakes, uh, you got to keep all of your, your secrets, you don't talk, you don't trust, you don't feel the systems of being judged based on what you do, you're not allowed to make mistakes, uh, you're not allowed to really share how you feel, maybe you've been told, girl, go over there and sit down somewhere in the corner, you're too emotional. So you've heard me say from the ages of zero to seven that we are being reprogrammed. We're in a hypnotic state. So everything we see and experience as little girls um, is being reprogrammed on, on is being programmed on the inside of our, us. Any words that we hear, you're beautiful, you're smart, you can do anything, or you're nothing, or I wish I never had you. Somebody told me that the other day, and that those words are so powerful. Or the experiences that you had in those dysfunctional family systems, which are probably 99.999%. Our parents did the best that we that they could. And the question is, what are you going to do with the life that you have left? We're not going to blame. We're not going to live in shame. We're not going to be angry and mad. But we grow up in those systems. So when we become adult women, we begin to choose or make choices from those family systems. And so see if you, let me talk about some of those family systems. So the reason that you have been making choices in relationship really comes from some of these dysfunctional family systems that are still in your DNA, in your subconscious, and you're making choices from them. I always say, whatever you don't get as a little girl, baby, you are looking for it. Whatever wounds, whatever trauma uh, happened to you as a little girl, if it hasn't uh, been healed, you are making unhealthy choices uh, in relationships. 
And really, you know, I was reluctant to teach on this, even though for 10 years doing my um, career in private practice, I conducted women who love too much support groups because everybody wants to hear, how can I attract love? But but we all need to take a look at where are we choosing from in our core, because in life, everything is in the head first, then it gets in your heart or in your subconscious. So these are some of the characteristics of women who have grown up in dysfunctional homes and 99.999% of us have. And this is why we choose the relationships that we do. Well, I'm just going to read a couple of, of them. You come from a home where your emotional needs were not met as a little girl. Uh, there might have been not a lot of nurturing. So when you grow up as a woman, you tend subconsciously to choose men who you can nurture and take care of. You are terrified of abandonment because possibly your father uh, was emotionally unavailable or maybe uh, uh, you just didn't feel loved as a little girl and you would do almost anything to stay in a relationship. Almost nothing is too much trouble, takes too much time or effort to save a relationship. And, and ladies, we all know intuitively on the inside, we know when something is not right. One lady said to me, well, I thought I, my love was enough. Really, it takes the love of God and that man loving himself to really love you back. And I say, you can't go to the arms of a man who's wounded to get only what God can give to you. And, you know, just to be fair to the men, I believe women that we have put so much pressure on men to meet our needs. I know I did. And so you, you stay in relationships longer than you should, uh, even when loyalty isn't deserved, even when you know he may be still married in another relationship. I can relate to that. I dated a man who was not married, but in a relationship. And and I was his side chick. And when I look back on that, I'm like, what was in me that would accept that? What was in me that that was okay? Why did I accept the crumbs instead of the whole loaf that God had for me? And I can tell you what it was. It was my own self-esteem, my own self-image, my own self-concept. All right. Uh, you are willing to do more than 50% to make the relationship work. You, you, you're willing to, to do 50, 60, 70% of the responsibility uh, in order to make it happen. Uh, you, what else do I want to talk about? You are addicted to emotional pain. What's emotional pain? Emotional pain is if a, if a good kind of boring kind of guy comes into your life, you like Constance, he's boring. So emotional pain is you argue, you, 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 you break up, 
you get back together. Every day is some kind of drama, but you get back together. You know, you 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 split up, you get back together, hot sex, but you never really deal with the issues. And so I love this one. You you are you have a fantasy of how the relationship really is rather than the truth of what that relationship is. Kind of like going back to me. My fantasy was that the man that I was dating who was with this other woman when we were together, it was magical. It was awesome. He was the first person that got me on TV. Constance, you can be, do, and have anything. That was my fantasy world. But the real deal was at Christmas, he wasn't with me. The real deal was if we were intimate, he would get up and go home. So that's that's that was my fantasy world. Are you living in a fantasy world? And you are drawn to to men who need fixing, who need help. Uh, maybe they are living in mama's basement and they trying to quote unquote get themselves together or they lost their job. I'm going to go with some other stuff. But you see how women who love too much, are, are, are they want to fix. They want to help. They want to rescue. They want to nurture. And many times in these relationships, it's not a, a, a marriage relationship. It's just you're doing all of the giving because of how you feel about yourself. And that's all I'm going to say about that. And so you can kind of see how subconsciously, if you keep choosing the same kind of guy who will not commit to you, or the same guy who who doesn't really care for you, the same guy who always, I've heard women say, well, you know, when I first met him, he wasn't that way. But that's why I'm covering this because you attract who you are. So deep in your core, if you're needy, if you're starving for love, you know, my mentor, Pastor James Powers, told me once, never, never uh, enter a relationship because you need love. Enter a relationship because you are love. And you've heard me say you attract who you are, not what you want. And so since we come from those dysfunctional family systems and we are not aware of them, we can take a look at our lives and our patterns. What kind of men do you always attract? How did your last relationships end? Uh, are you really dependent too quickly? Do you fall in love too quickly? Those are some questions you can ask yourself. So here we go. See if you can identify with any of these, all right? Do you feel happy and content and peaceful with yourself? Or do you feel like you need that outside of yourself? Are you looking for happiness from a relationship? Do you latch on to just anybody who you think can provide you happiness? Do you feel really threatened by the loss of a relationship when you know it's not working and you stay in it longer than you should? Uh, do you feel like you're always there for others, 
but they ain't there for you. Boy, can I relate to that. I have a, I think, I don't know if it's a mantra or belief, but I never give any higher to anybody else than I do myself. And in a codependent relationship, you're focusing in on the needs of the other person while ignoring your own. Are you desperately seeking approval and love? And in a situation like that, and and you really don't feel free, you kind of feel like you're walking on eggshells, and you don't really feel free to tell the person how you really feel about the way stuff is going on. Because like a client told me many years ago, Constance, I don't want to get him upset. And like I said to her, you can't get anybody upset. They choose to be upset. So if you're in any relationship where you the, the relationship is not strong enough to take the truth, and sometimes the truth is difficult, then you need to really check out that relationship. Uh, are you often seeking love from a man who is not capable of giving it? Uh, uh, you know, I coach a lot of men, and men have been through so much trauma. And many times you are looking to that man to give you something that he cannot give to, to you. He is emotionally unavailable. What does that mean? At first, when you start dating, he was really excited, but then you don't, you're intimate with him. And he gets quiet. You don't hear from him. He may send you a good morning text and a good evening text. He He's moody. He's aloof. That is emotionally unavailable. If you're dating a married, or I'm going to say if you're in a relationship with a married man, he's emotionally unavailable to you. What is it in you that would choose that? Uh, do you believe that love, do you equate love with pain? Do you take out time for others, but not for yourself? Do you put all of your own needs aside? Do you center your life around other people? Do you become so enmeshed in, in, in your partner's situation? Maybe he having drama with his children, his baby mama. Are you so enmeshed? You know how you have Play-Doh where you might have yellow and green and then you put it together and you can't tell the yellow from the green? Are you so enmeshed in that chaos and in that situation, you know, that you've lost yourself? You know, are you worried that people might leave you and have you neglected yourself? And, and I'm going to say this. Do you tolerate abuse to keep people from leaving you? So when we say abuse, I'm not just talking about physical abuse, but I'm talking about financial abuse. And I'm going to get to that in a, in a minute. Financial abuse is when you're in a relationship and you're, you're handling all of the responsibility. Uh, maybe the guy is has been in between jobs. He can't keep a job. Uh, uh, maybe he says, well, you know, I, I, I don't want to work for the man. I want to start my own company. Uh, I've had women to 
go in and 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 take their uh, their four hundred one k and and just buy the person uh, a a play toy. I have one client where um she had been working for this major corporation for years and she married this guy and she's allowed me to share this and um he wanted to start a trucking business. She's really smart, really savvy. So she said, well, you know, I want to help my husband out. So she asked me, I said, well, you know, you have to make your own decision. So she drew out all of her money from her 401k, bought him a truck. Do you know that homeboy had an attitude because it wasn't a new truck? And after that, he cheated on her and left her. And so... That's financial abuse, ladies. It's not just somebody hitting you, but that's that's financial abuse where where you're carrying the entire load, you know, over and over, and you don't share how you feel. Now we know what physical abuse is, but what's verbal and emotional abuse? I think emotional abuse is where somebody puts you down. Well, you're too fat. Nobody's not going to ever want you. Uh, why do you, um, uh, uh, I, one, one man asked my client, well, why do you have to be coaching with her? Uh, why are you, why are you on YouTube listening to all of those self-help things you know anything to put a lid on you to dumb you down and many women dumb themselves down because they want to keep the relationship and I'm just going to say to you that that any man who comes into your life should bring more light we're not male bashing I'm just saying uh, uh, because when you choose to dumb yourself down to 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 put a lid on who you are if you can't fully express yourself and be who you are and that doesn't mean that you you're operating in your masculine energy and dominating but it does mean that if you're having to change your greatness or dumb down your greatness because of a relationship is that really the relationship for you and, and so verbal abuse, we know, so emotional abuse, I'm talking about emotional and verbal. So verbal abuse is, you know, um, you taking all these classes and I don't see any change in you. Uh, that's emotional abuse. And, and uh, jealous of you, you know, why are you wearing that? You gained too much weight. You don't need to wear that. So really it's about power, control, and possession, possessing you. So when you are starving for love, because remember, whatever you didn't get as a little girl, you are looking for it. And it not only shows up in your relationships with a man or with your partner, it shows up in your friendships where you don't know how to say no, where you overextend yourself, where you are overly responsible uh, for somebody else's life where you don't really share how you are feeling because you, you're walking on eggshells because you don't want to quote unquote hurt their feelings. And I often tell people, you can't make anybody mad. They choose to be. And so when you do not have the ability or when you choose not to share 
how you feel with your partner. What you're saying is, I love them more than I do myself. And we know that when you hold stuff in, it turns into, into anger and rage. I say rage is nothing more than anger with a history to it. That's profound. And then it can turn into depression. And so women who love too much are women who are looking outside of themselves for love. I've had many clients, they go from one relationship to another because as little girls, when you do not get the loving and the nurturance and the, the uh, validation and affirming that you need, you are looking for it. So 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 be aware. This is this is not a time to to judge yourself. I'm looking at all my papers to judge yourself. This is a time for you to say, Holy Spirit, show me why do I keep making the same choices? I want you to become a woman who loves yourself and practices self-care. Okay. So see if you can relate to any of these before I go on break. So women who love too much really overextend themselves. Have you ever done anything like this? Raise your hand. Buying him clothes to improve his self-image. Let me see your hand. Uh, begging him to go to a therapist and making the appointment for him. Somebody asked me that the other day. I said, you cannot control another person's will. A man or a woman has to desire that for themselves. Financing expensive hobbies for him so that he can get better. Ooh, uh, changing maybe uh, relocations because he's not happy. Now you paying for everything, but he's not happy where he is. Giving him half of your property or possessions so he won't feel inferior. We not no shame here. It's only when you acknowledge whatever you tolerate will not change. Providing for him a place to live so he can feel safe and you're paying all of the bills, finding him a job, writing his resume, setting up interviews for him. You are enabling, rescuing, and fixing. And ladies, over a period of time, men really resent that kind of masculine energy and intrusiveness into their lives. I talked about uh, allowing him to emotionally say negative stuff to you, to humiliate you. <laughs> Let me get some water. You know, words have power. Words are vibrational and they are creative. I mean, something as simple as, well, you're gaining weight, aren't you? And you should say, well, yes, I, yes, I did. I just had three of your children. You can't do anything right. You're not smart enough for that. All of that to really keep you in your place. Has anybody ever done that? <laughs> All right. So if, when you are a woman who loves too much, remember I said you're going to attract those 
uh, uh, unhealthy partners to you. Uh, somebody said to me, well, why did this, uh, how come I attracted this person? I said, it's who you are. You always attract who you are, not what you want. I've had clients, you guys know, I conducted 12 steps groups for years. And I've heard women say, I would never date an alcoholic like my father. Never. And because that was their experience, guess guess what? They end up dating and marrying an alcoholic. And they asked me, how could that happen? I said, because that is what you had experienced. And that is the behavior that you were familiar with. Now, initially, she didn't know. She just thought he had a, a beer every night. But that beer turned into drinking excessively. And I always say, until you get the healing of your soul that you need, you're going to become like one parent and marry the other. I became like my mom. What was my mom? Passive, dependent on my dad. My dad was the patriarch of the community, very strong, very dominant. People came to him about what are we going to do about this air property? So what? And when my mom got tired of working, he would say, Pauline, come on home. And he would just take care of her. So when Constance grew up, she was looking for somebody to take care of her. And there's nothing wrong with that. I had the Cinderella complex where I want to be rescued. It's nothing wrong with that. But what was uh wrong with that not wrong but what I needed to shift and change what I have God in me I have the power in me to create wealth I have the power in me to answer that problem and even I have to watch myself now because when it comes to I just got a new juicer uh, uh, a Nama J2 one of my clients uh, giving a shout out all the way to California to Miss Rita she t- she said it's the Rolls Royce of juicers, and and so she said, but it's hard to put together. And I remember when she said that, I thought in my mind, ooh, I hope I can put it together. You see, that was that I'm not good enough. I can't do that rising up in me again. So you know what I did? Because my thinking is, I'm not really great at assembling things. You know, I'm not so good at that. So I called my engineering friend. Ave Maria, and and it is pretty complex, and she came and we put it together. But do you see how that core belief still carries on in my life unless I'm what aware of it? All right, so let's see if you can identify with any of these. Uh, do you enter into relationships where the man has a lot of problems and the conversations are around well, you know, maybe what his ex did, what what somebody did to him on his job, uh, et cetera. And there's not any consideration for you. So so you're empathetic and sympathetic with him. Do you make excuses for for his moods, his temper, his indifference, his 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 put down? Oh, he had an unha- unhappy childhood, Constance. And, and, you know, he's been in prison. And so that's why he's so unhappy. If you are, you might be a woman who loved too much. When you read self-help books, oh, God, I'm guilty of this, everybody. 
Do you underline stuff for him and say, baby, you should you should read this. Do you text stuff and say, look at this on TikTok? You know, are you always sending him stuff that he needs to do in order to change himself? Uh, let's see, what else do I want to say about that? I think that is all I want to say. So, so why am I saying this? So that you can become aware, so that you can wake up and say, OMG, this did happen to me. Everybody, ladies, whatever happened to you in your childhood, whatever trauma and trauma don't have to be anything really bad. Maybe your mom worked uh, uh, two jobs taking care of you. Your dad was, you don't know your dad, but you were isolated and alone. And so maybe you don't really know how to connect with people. But if you want to attract genuine love, you're going to have to really take a look at these core beliefs. You're going to have to really take a look at this trauma. You're going to have to really take a look at your own self-esteem and your own self-concept. And so uh, what else do I want to say? I think I'm going to go to commercial break. <laughs> oh, I forgot about commercial break. And then I'm going to come back and tell you some how-tos. So really, if you could identify with a lot of this, you should be saying, hallelujah. Thank you, God. Why? Because whatever God reveals, he heals. I'll be right back, everybody. Are you feeling stuck? Are you ready to live a life beyond your wildest dream? Constance Arnold is a seasoned and experienced professional licensed counselor for 25 years and a certified success life coach and would love to partner with you to create your dreams. She's coached and trained over 10,000 clients on five continents and has a proven track record of success. Constance will assist you in getting a clear vision for your life and develop customized strategies, projects, and action steps to begin manifesting your dream. Contact her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com and visit her website at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Well, everybody, I'm back with part two, women who love too much. And I want to give you some solutions and um, to really change that. And, and the first thing I want to say is I am a woman or I used to be a woman who loved too much. And my mentor, good old Pastor Bill Riley said, Constance, even though you are a therapist, you really need to start going to some 12 step and some codependent uh, workshops and support groups. Of course, I didn't want to go. Who wants to do that? But if you are sick and tired of being sick and tired, then you will get the help that you need. So the first thing you need to do is heal your soul, heal and shift and change those beliefs. I am lovable. I am, uh, uh, I do deserve love uh, 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 and, and learn how to self-care for yourself in the support groups. I tell people, you don't have to talk. You don't have to say a word. You can remain anonymous. One of the family uh, belief systems uh, that we many people come from is you don't want everybody knowing your business. Well, honey, you better hope somebody 
a knows your business, that there can be a safe place where you can be vulnerable, where you can really share how you feel and identify those those consistent, uh, dominating core beliefs that keep you stuck and choosing the same kind of relationship. For those women who you just given up, well, I'm too old, it's not any good men out there. If you're in that vibration, how can love find you? Because with the law of attraction, <clears throat> you have to become what we call a vibrational match. And when you love and care for yourself, and you're operating in self-love and self-care, and you've healed your own wounds, your own childhood stuff, your own your own trauma. When you go into a relationship, you're not going into it needy. You're going into it whole. And, and I want to say to you that, and if somebody shows up in your life because you are a healed soul, you can recognize gang, you know, oh, no, I used to would fall for that, but no. I would say, secondly, take a look at how did all of your past relationships end and why? Why did you choose that person? You know, when I look back over some of my relationships, I, 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 I say, oh, my God, what was I thinking? Well, I wasn't thinking. I can't even comprehend uh, me even being with that person now. And, and I say to women, really, you don't need to be online dating. You need to be spending that time inwardly. Don't have to take forever praying and asking the spirit to show you and to heal your own soul. You know, you take a look at, okay, show me, why do I always choose this kind of, of a man? Uh, I had a client many years ago, and she said, I date married men because they are safe. But when we got to the root of it, what we saw was in her childhood, her mom had said, you know, you can't trust the man. The only man that'll be good to you and take care of your married men because they have to go home at night. But she didn't know that she had adopted that belief system. So I'm telling y'all, from the age of zero to seven, we are hypnotized in that theta state and we are being programmed. So get the help that you need. If you want to coach with me, um, you don't have to, but I have coached over 10,000 clients. The state of Georgia specifically paid me to work with women to help them with their relationship issues. It was the Georgia Department of Labor because what they found out was that the second reason that women were not keeping their jobs and they had such a... a uh, uh, a a mass turnover was relationship. The first one was childcare. And so if you want help, uh, email me uh, uh, for a discovery call at constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. So, so get in a CODA group, get in a 12-step group, take a look at, at, at uh, you know, why have I been making the choices that I've been making? Those two groups will really help you.
So once you do that, I'm looking at my book, by the way, you guys really need, need to get my book, um, Manifesting and Attracting Genuine Love. In part one, I go through all of this, you know, how to forgive and release. You can get it on Amazon or on my website. So, so after you do that, you can begin to love and care for yourself and you begin to learn and learn to love your life. You know that it's not outside of you, that you're happy with your life, that a man only adds to you. A man is the cherry on the top whipped cream. Can a man bring you more happiness? Absolutely. But he's bringing to you who you already are. I will take a look at the lessons that I've learned. What lessons have I learned uh, in these relationships? Well, Constance, I've learned that no one person can meet all of your needs, that no man is perfect, that I need to deal with my own anger. You know, write down the lessons that you have learned. And then I would write down, what do you desire in a relationship? Now, you need to be those things, trusting. Uh, I want somebody that's trusting, loving, that loves sports, that loves children. I have, you know, if you have children, I have three children. I want a family man. Write that down because when you're writing, it really connects with your brain. And then I tell people, surrender it to God because uh, God knows exactly who and what you need. And in the beginning of my book, I say, God is the great matchmaker. God got a million ways to get love to you. But first, you're loving yourself. A woman who loves herself focuses in on her own needs also. You know how when you get on the airplane, it says, focus. Uh, if anything happens on this plane, put your own mask on first and then that of your children. You see, as women, we aren't taught that because we are naturally nurturers and givers. I remember I was dating one guy. And something was up and I was just coaching. He said, Constance, you're not my therapist. You're my woman. And it was so easy for me back then to go over in that, you know, it, you know, in that arena. So, so you're always going to be shifting and changing. So you write down what you want. And, and I'm going to say you begin to call it in with your words. You know, in my book, I talk about you can do affirmations or you could get out your iPhone and you can start recording in the now tense. I'm so happy and grateful that I have love in my life. It feels so good to wake up with the love of my life. We are so alike. We are a match made in heaven. When we first met each other, it was like we have always known each other. And on and on. And you begin to listen to that. Putting yourself in the vibration of love. Remember, I said you must be a vibrational match. And the reason you need to love yourself uh, so much, you're in the vibration of loving yourself, not really needing you're going into a relationship from an abundance of love. I'm loving myself. I'm loving life. 
and I'm sharing and giving love. Because baby girl, only God can feel that. Only God can feel that void. And so uh, call it in with your words. You know, I'm open to receive love. You can use affirmations. So I'm going to say, y'all know I'm big on not just speaking it, but recording it, listening to it every night and every morning when you're in that data state, but also speaking it out. I would say visualizing or scripting around love. So scripting would mean that you would write down an ideal scene. My friend Peter Adams talks about this. So it might be going out dancing. What would that look and feel like? What would you be wearing? It feel, and it's in the present tense because, you know, uh, uh, the subconscious mind only knows now. Faith is not. It feels so wonderful that I'm getting ready today to go out and dance tonight. I love salsa dancing. I love uh, doing the step. I love dancing. It feels so wonderful and juicy. I just love the variety of music. You see that? That's an ideal scene. I love it that we sit down and we meet other couples and we have a glass of wine and the connection is so deep. So what are you doing? You're reprogramming your subconscious that this is who I am and this is what I have. So any affirmation, any visualization, it's always now. It's, it's not one day. You see your partner coming to pick you up. You hear the doorbell ring. You go to the door. You feel excited. You see yourself walking to the car. You see yourself getting in the car. You see him putting his hand over your beautiful French uh <laughs> a manicure or, or whatever it is you're listening to soft jazz as you're driving to the place where you guys are going to dance everybody see that so 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 once you once you've healed your soul so people ask me well how long does it take well i'll tell you what i did i went to support groups every monday and every thursday for a year it radic it don't have to take you a year but you have to be committed to your own recovery so that when you are in that relationship, you are present. You are not drama filled. You are not needy. You are not insecure. Why? Because you've done your inner work. Uh, he doesn't have to sit under you all of the time. You have your own life. And then the two of you, you come together. So, so, you know, making a commitment to yourself first, making a commitment that every Monday and every Thursday, this is what I'm going to do. All of my clients, I would say 90% of my clients are in a support group. Why? Because the combination of support group and one-on-one -on -one coaching with me is a powerhouse. We call it the mystique or the mystery of support groups. There is something very mysterious and miraculous that happens in those groups. Man, it's just, I was talking to a friend about that at lunch the other day.
So you're positioning yourself, you're visualizing, you're happy, you're happy, you're, you're happy now. And, and I think you're grateful. On Friday night when you're by yourself before love comes to your heel. So thank you, Father, for love. Thank you for healing my soul. Thank you for teaching me to love myself. Thank you, excuse me, for teaching me to care for myself. Thank you for having someone to share the holidays with. So you are grateful and thankful. Got some water on my lip, y'all. You are grateful and thankful in advance. And so can you ladies see what I just laid out for you? This this is usually like a five-week program that I do. So what have I done? I've talked to you about women who love too much. What are some of the characteristics? What, what happened in childhood? How our family systems are formed and how we're operating out of them until we become aware. How you're always choosing from how you see yourself, the vision. You never choose any higher than how you see yourself. You're always choosing from a place of high self-esteem, low self-esteem, good enough, I'm lovable, deserving, not lovable, got to earn love. You're choosing from that place. I showed, share with you some things that a woman who loved too much does. Uh, I, I went uh, into detail about the verbal, uh, the emotional, and the financial abuse that happens in a woman who loves too much life because she's putting the needs of, she's starving for, she's looking for love outside of herself. And so this is not a judgment. This is really an awakening. And as I tell all of my clients, when you wake up, you know, when, when, when you say, God, show me, awareness is the first step where you say, aha, I wasn't aware that I hold in my feelings because I'm trying not to make him upset. I wasn't aware that I am the one that's carrying all the financial load and I'm afraid to say anything. I was not aware that I've been focusing in on the needs of everybody else but myself. I was not aware that even at work that I don't know how to say no and set boundaries. Everybody see that? So you are becoming aware. Listen to this over and over again. Get my book. Uh, it's a workbook, Attracting and Manifesting Genuine Love. And begin to do the work in that book. You deserve love, but you attract who you are. You don't want to keep attracting the same thing. You don't want to keep taking the same wounds and the same woman uh, uh, in, into life, period. So get my book, do the inner work, show up for yourself. 
Make yourself a priority. Say yes to your own doggone self. Say no to all of this other stuff that you've been doing and focus in on you. And when you do, the spirit, the loving, giving grace of God, the loving, giving mercy and favor and power of God will come and help you. Uh, you know, when you first start, you're going to feel some kind of way. That's all right. But God can bring healing to you quickly. And when you have a healed soul, a, a, a healed image, a healed self-image, and a healed self-concept of who you are, you will begin to make healthy choices in relationships. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.